0: Not one, not two, not even three, we're talking about 11T, a static site generator. Welcome to Tools Day, a podcast about tech tools, tips, and tricks every other Tuesday at 2. I'm your co-host, Yuna.
1: And I am Chris.
0: And today we're talking about Eleventy. Eleventy. JS.
1: Yes. Hey. <laughs> for, for those of you who Ish. are not familiar
0: with Eleventy, it is a static site generator. We've talked about a few of these on our show. I think this one's pretty cool and I started playing with it because it seemed like what all the cool kids were using these days and And now I understand why. Yeah. (laughs) And there are a ton of contributors that I feel like I know from the internet and it's just been really cool to see this grow. So we're going to talk about that in our show today. And um, before we get started, I do want to say thank you to our sponsor for this episode, who is Datadog. Datadog is a centralized monitoring platform for cloud-scale environments, allowing you to correlate and analyze your metrics alongside relevant traces and logs with one click. There are over 350 turnkey integrations, and Datadog has a super cool container map feature, which provides a bird's eye view of your container fleet. The live view feature enables for searching, grouping, and filtering your containers with any criteria like tags, pods, or workspaces. Datadog enables all teams within an organization to track, manage, and monitor their SLOs in a comprehensive list view and easily visualize the statuses on individual dashboards, love dashboards. They are offering listeners a free trial, and as an added bonus for signing up and creating a dashboard, they'll send you a free t-shirt with a dog on it. So start a free trial today at datadog.com slash toolsday, that's D-A-T-A-D-O-G dot com slash toolsday to get your free t-shirt and free dashboard.
1: Excellent. All right, let's get this show on the road. Now, you yeah. know, you spent some time this weekend doing a dive, a trial? Yeah. Dry run.
0: Yeah, I would say that. So I, okay, so this, this is what happened. <laughs> what happened was, um, you know, we're all kind of hanging out at home right now. We're like, you know, hashtag quarantine life. And um, something that I've been thinking about doing for the longest time like every single developer designer out there is you know updating my portfolio blog website. Um, I haven't updated my blog in over five years, maybe four and a half in terms of like the code of the blog. I do write posts, you know I, I'm writing in markdown, but I hadn't updated like the core code for a long time. and I started the blog. I built the blog over six years ago. So yeah,
1: it's been a, what did you use back then to build the blog?
0: So uh, I used Jekyll, which everybody was using, like Ruby Life, Rails was like the hot, the hotness. And so Jekyll made a lot of sense. And uh, I got frustrated with that because it was tied to Node 10. And when I was on Node 12, I had to update Jekyll to Jekyll 4, which meant I had to update Gulp from Gulp 3 to Gulp 4, which is way more confusing than it needs to be. Shout out to Eric Schofstall, who like helped me upgrade the Gulp versions. Uh, and it was just such a mess. I, I went through like a blog and it was, it was just like one thing after another. And debugging Ruby is not something that I've done in a while. So that was not great on like a modern setup. And I was kind of at that point, I was like, you know, I shouldn't be fighting with this. I would rather have this like work in a workflow that I'm more comfortable with yeah. today. And yeah. then the kicker was, I looked at my CSS code, which was SAS <laughs> and it was like.
1: Rest in pieces.
0: <laughs> I know. I didn't realize how long I had been since I wrote SAS, but I was using like functions and utilities and like the placeholder uh, classes, like with the percentages and all the extends and the know. mixins. And I was just like, I don't want to write that way again. I just want to yeah. use post CSS. <laughs> I want to use like. Um, just CSS. Right. So it just wasn't worth it to me to use my, uh, architecture, like my skeleton of the website yeah. and just restyle it because I would still be using this older syntax. And like, I guess I could update that to post CSS, but I didn't want to deal with gulp either. Nope. Just, yeah. So then I started looking into eleven T and it's E-L-E-V-E-N-T-Y. But the URL is one one T-Y dot. So confusing. Yeah. Um, so if you want to follow along, it's eleven <laughs> T dot dev. And um, I just like opened it up I opened a uh, like the starter that they have yeah and I copied and pasted all of my markdown files and my HTML files like I had markdown and HTML I just moved them over uh, they have like templates so they have sort of the same templating vibe the demo yeah. was in um and just like a base outline for a blog and yeah. i had tags i had permalinks all this is in the yaml that i had in my jekyll files already yeah um i had like layout title permalink date comments tags uh description and then like you know a couple other things anyway the moral of the story is all i had to do to get this to work in 11ty with my core data my markdown yeah. files like the stuff i care about was change like description to subtitle and like one part of the app as like a decision made in the starter, yeah. which was easy to do. And the second thing was update the includes templates. Mm. Um, I was using liquid. So that was like a Spotify templating language, but this one was in Nunjucks, which wasn't any of a syntax change. The syntax is the same. It's that curly percent, but I just yeah. had to update the paths and then, It worked. All I did was then upload my images and the images worked. I changed like the source directory name and it was just like,
1: ah. (laughs) Was was that like a magical feeling? Like, like, oh, I just swapped uh, to a completely new technology stack and it it just worked mostly?
0: I felt so light. I felt like a little (laughs) nauseous. I I was messaging uh, Chris that I felt nauseous that it was so easy to do for me. Like, I was just like, why does this work? What's wrong?
1: (laughs) Why? There must be a catch. You know, at this point, at this point, I don't really well.
0: I was surprised. I think that uh, something that helps me out was that I already had the naming structure be Mm. uh, title, permalink, date, tags and it pulled in all of the tags. It uses the same YAML front matter. Um, and I was just really impressed with how much it worked it in worked. this new structure. Um, yeah, so then I was kind of like going through it. I've started like thinking about, okay, how am I gonna structure this stuff? What I really like is that it has the includes. So you mm. can have, like in some of my posts, I had these uh, included um sec segments. So like if I did like a post series, I would have right. an include that would link to all the other posts in that Prior series. So it was like, yeah. Okay. So that was just like an included template. Um, yeah. And then inside that I created like a components folder and like layouts. Right. I will say this is not React. So it 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 was <laughs> it it was built in the same way that my Jekyll site was built, like the way that it's yeah. laid out with like with templates layouts and actual, yeah, yeah, layouts. Um but what I was expecting in my head was the component based approach of something like React, which is how Gatsby yeah. works. Right. But I think that it made my transition from my old blog site to the eleven T framework so yeah. much easier that it's not that. And that like when yeah. I'm doing my styling, I'm not co locate well, I am I I'm doing it kind in my <laughs> structure. I'm doing some co location, but that's like Yeah. Um but you don't I, have I to yeah. yeah
1: for me because I you know I don't have a prior blog uh, and so the way I well one I started off with 11T by using glitch, which is the first time I've used glitch too really. I, I think we talked about glitch briefly maybe two or three years ago uh, but I hadn't really actively used it beyond some minor sketching around until um, this whole 11T episode where I was like, oh, hey you know I don't really feel like downloading something new. I'll just um, there's a button here that says remix and glitch. let me see what it does And that was super cool. Yeah. Um First and foremost, so if you haven't seen their starter project page, uh, I would start off there, eleventy.dev slash starter or something like that, and uh, a couple of the top 10 ones are on Glitch, and all you do is press the button and plus Remix, and then you have a eleven website on the web, and it just works as if it was on your hard drive. Super cool. Um, but I had the same thing with you because I, I haven't built I feel like I haven't built a static website, like a purely static website, just HTML, mm-hmm. no JavaScript or anything like that, really, for like I honestly can't remember the last time I built a static website. Just like, hey, I'm gonna I'm not gonna do anything with React, Svelte, Angular, one of those things. And so it did trip me up for a second where I was like, oh yeah, I, I can't just like these aren't components. These are layouts. And yeah. I have to use a templating, a templating language, which actually was tripping me up because I haven't used one of those in such a long time either. Right? But I uh, felt like
0: that was kind of nice. Like, I miss using that. I mean, it, uh, you can do that in React, but it just, like, you don't need to, you know? Uh,
1: I had the, so, uh, you know, so we use Nunjux quite a bit at IBM, right? Um, mm-hmm. uh, if you remember. And I hated it back then and it turns out i still hate it uh, so uh, it, i think for me it's just because i, like I i'm it. I, I a lot of people love it you know i feel like i'm just a fuddy-duddy just a you know an angry person here saying oh, what is this percent sign doing in my code i hate it um, and i think that's that also that's use
0: handlebars tr- or mustache or ejs know, or haml But they all have
1: the they all have the percent sign and the includes and the the list of for each thing yeah. Which is fine. I'm I mean, surprised it's all, it's how all fine. similar Liquid
0: was to Nunjucks too.
1: Yeah, I feel like a lot of them, a lot of the templating languages, kind of converged on some of the syntax, so you can like flip between them relatively easily. So you know, we I, in the past like used Handlebars, Nunjucks, and EJS. Uh, EJS is the lodash one, I believe, um, and they're all like pretty close. Like, it, like, in, like you'll have either curly braces or or a carrot, and then. Uh, percent sign and then everything else is usually around the same. So just, yeah, that, yeah, that part is pretty sure. cool um, But anyway, so um, you know uh, What else did you uh, do with the with with Lumity beyond uh, the import anything else cool pop out of you?
0: Um, I really haven't used it for a long amount of time yet. I've just started okay. ideating, you know, what I want mm-hmm. uh, Yes, it's the one thing to me that is a little like just, I'm not gonna say weird, but different is in my day to day life, I use a component based like framework, right? So I'm used to organizing things in a specific way where the architecture that I am building is very tied to the components. But in this, I think that I'll be exploring more of a page template layout based architecture approach for the styling. Mm -hmm and that's gonna be separate of the components. I'm also co-locating some component styles, but I have to sort of think about that approach. I haven't really thought about a static website approach in a while, and I'm looking forward to that. Um, I'm looking forward to using custom properties and grid and all those exciting things that have changed in the past six years. (laughs) Um, Uh, Yeah, I feel like the data was pretty mm -hmm. self-explanatory. I wanna start also exploring what exists here in terms of plugins like one of the benefits mm-hmm. of gatsby is all the plugins like the gatsby image plugin with the performant images that sort of lazy load this feels like a lot more roll it yourself it kind of steps yes. out of the way and lets you build your own work like i had a, yes. a search mechanism in my last blog i'm gonna probably have to build that into this one um yeah so yeah i'll have to look into I, all that but it seems i did
1: play around with it a little bit uh because also, one of the questions I have for Has like, hey, what do I do about, you know, do I roll everything, my, everything myself? And mm-hmm. it looks like the answer is there's a bunch of community-built plugins, um, but only a couple official ones. Um, like, I saw one for syntax highlighting. So, if you want to do, like, your own code bl- snippets or code blocks, you just can drop this one in, and it works pretty pretty cleanly. But you can um, probably
0: also use like Prism.js or something else,
1: too. Yeah. Right? Well, it uses Prism. It uses Prism.js behind the scenes to kind of, there's for you just a nicer way to do it um, with your own, with your, with your template, you know, oh, templates.
0: Cool. Yeah. I'll have to check this out because now my blog posts are all like sort of a hot mess. <laughs>
1: <laughs> well, Un-styled. here's the thing. Yeah. I mean, so like I, I, this was, I, this was the one thing I was, I was curious about is because I, you know, I build a lot of documentation sites now. And so. Um, my primary reason for, you know, things like this is to build doc sites. And so I was looking through it and, um, you know, it just feels more complicated to use than Gatsby or Next. Um,
0: oh, really? I feel the total opposite.
1: Is it? Okay. Maybe this is just my, like, huge React bias is kicking in here.
0: Uh, yeah. Which probably, I, probably is. I feel like this brought me back to... Some of my older roots in how I used to mm. code, um, which felt like a much simpler approach, just in terms of okay. like way less complexity in the UI bits that you're handling. But it yeah. is different than a framework like React and Preact and Gatsby uses well, for React.
1: Me, yeah, so it's not so much the React comparison, but for like for, you know, for Gatsby, you know, you do Gatsby up or Gatsby new thing, and it brings in a whole bunch of shenanigans. And I guess for me, because I'm so used to React component model, um, running a static site through Gatsby or Next is, is um, you just do it as you wouldn't for a normal thing. And then you say, please ex- export this as a static site instead of a, um, um, a runtime JavaScript site. Mm-hmm. Um, I'll, I'll you know i'm going to keep playing with this just because i feel like I, I saw something recently on twitter about the local maximum and it's this concept about when you get so tied to a certain language or a framework or something you see um something as like oh this is the best it could ever be uh but that only is the best in that you know that that universe and you haven't thought outside that world and so uh in, in the context i saw this was with with, with animations in svelte where svelte you know has Amazing animations and like people who thought like react spring was great, you know Didn't realize how much better it could be and so I'm gonna keep playing with 11d But you know, I'm I'm a little bit dubious right now
0: to me. It feels like this is a modern product for a less complex workflow Mm. and that excites me about it. I hear what you're saying about like I think that you're very used to a specific workflow and it's not it's not identical yeah. to what you're building with every day or have for even like the past four years because it is a static site templating engine, and yeah. it's perfect for blogs. Like there's a lot of built-ins here. One thing I really like yeah. is the collections. Like with tags, you could just create collections and say, mm. um, you know, say you have something tagged like CSS. Like you say for post in collections. CSS, and then just like mm. write out your template based on that. Like that is something that's awesome for a blog that you'd have to write in React, like and have right. all this logic that you're adding. Yeah. Um, there's like pagination features like this is built to built create in. static sites you know it's not yeah. built to create a uh server-side application right. um where you have a lot of data
1: right yeah i guess as, that's that's completely fair I, I i need to build some more static sites uh, oh. that's what i'm coming to basically yeah.
0: well you can build my wedding site <laughs>
1: <you> oh <laughs>
0: I was supposed to start planning soon, but like, you know, Corona times, how could I even possibly plan right now?
1: <laughs> oh will you, will you build your wedding site in 11 Uh, I don't
0: know. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't want to commit you to, uh, I, I will either build it in Gatsby or 11D. Um, okay. I think I'm, or maybe next because I okay. do think I'm going to have some logic in there for, uh, additional information that I don't want the public to have, for example, mm. Okay. And yes. Fair enough. That logic, I think, will be easier to build with something like Next. And I also yeah. haven't built anything robust with Next, so that kind of might be my excuse to try that, and then we could do yeah. another show on Next. Yeah. Um. But I think that of all those options, Eleven D is perfect for my website. Yes. Um. You know, even if we do have client JavaScript on there, it's still yeah. like not going to be a ton, and yeah. it's going to mostly be presentational, if anything.
1: Yeah. Some Houdini, maybe.
0: Maybe maybe some houdini i was playing with svg today trying to like recreate Ooh. a marble effect using a yeah. turbulence and fe filters um uh it it wasn't the best <laughs> so i didn't share it but it was it's a like, fun exploration this was only okay <laughs> yeah it was only okay and then i played with lighting in svg like okay. you can add light on your svg really? canvas yeah and you can what? like dr- yeah like distance and yeah. So it's pretty cool. Filter effects in SVG are dope. And I was like thinking, Oh, maybe I'll do a dynamically SVG, but that's going to take up more browser rendering than just doing a high quality image as a background. Yeah, I think so. I don't yeah. know. I could be wrong with that. Maybe I just think I once th- you're like adding uh, filter effects and piling them and compositing them, it gets a little complex.
1: It's actually one of the things I've had a hard time, you know, thinking through, like, you know, when you get to that point, is it better to just go to Lottie, get an MP4 or, you know, or, you know, a a animated GIF, stick that in there as opposed to actually trying to do it in the web? Well, that's the thing, Um, like, I
0: wasn't animating it. I think that if you are animating, uh, SVG is cool. It depends, like, you can't really animate dynamic content in Lottie. Right. So you have to like kind of pre create something, but you can animate dynamic content in uh, with SVG effects, like glitchy effects for buttons or yeah. like text. I don't know. That wasn't the right. look I was going for. Uh, I don't really <laughs> know what look I'm going for yet. <laughs> oh, it's a mess. Uh, well,
1: on that note, 11D.
0: Yeah. I think 11D huh. is really cool. It definitely surprised me with, and yeah. I hate saying like that something was easy to use, but I felt like for me, it was a breath of fresh air in the sense that I wasn't expecting it or any technology to be yeah. so um, like fast to get Portal. started with.
1: Yeah, I think for you specifically, because you had six years worth of content or five years worth of content or however many years of content. Yeah, so pour, since 2013. It over. Yeah, seven years of content.
0: Before this blog, I had a Tumblr where I did uh, dev like blog posts on Tumblr and I converted the Tumblr post to Jekyll. And the reason I chose Jekyll not only was like the most popular at the time, but also there was a converter that converted your um, Tumblr post to Jekyll. And I was like, oh, this is like such a complex like thing. I don't even know what it's doing. I'm just going to like throw this in here, whatever the blog post said to do to make it work. And so in my head, I thought it'd be really hard to convert these older posts from 2013 and it wasn't. They were in Markdown. I just had to find them and their images and like (laughs) wow. So witchcraft, it uh. felt like witchcraft. It was just a, and you know what was even better? The best part is the error messages. The only like real trouble I ran into was in the terminal. It was like, error, you have two blog posts with the same permalink. And that was my fault. Like I legitimately had two <laughs> blog posts with the same permalink. And
1: you probably had that for years. and, yeah, and didn't never noticed. Notice.
0: <laughs> it was like a copy paste thing. So I was just like, wow, this is so cool.
1: Uh, I do love when command lines interfaces are helpful and just like clear with their, error oh, that's beautiful. It May- told is me, maybe maybe me a-
0: like yeah. the line that the problem occurred in and it told me what the problem was. It was just like, I don't know. I feel like I'm fangirling so hard over this just because <laughs> a bot gave me clear directions on where to fix a mistake that I made as a human probably like years ago. Yeah. So that was cool. Thanks. 2020 team. All right. Anyway, I will say um, in conclusion, definitely worth checking out if you like many others are um, experiencing some downtime and want to explore static site generation, whether that's a blog for your sourdough recipes or for your animal crossing fashion outfits, 11ty uh, is definitely worth a shot. <laughs> Any last words from you, Chris? I know that you also uh, you also gave it a go. Uh,
1: and you know, um, I'm going to keep on trying just because I think it's if you're like me and you spend all day in JavaScript and React and uh, libraries. I think even if you don't warm to the syntax immediately, uh, exploring these things is it's it's only good for you. Basically, it's like taking your medication. You know, you should. I mean that's a bad analogy. It's it's a, it's like exploring new boundaries, uh, opening your brain up, and so I'm gonna keep playing with it. I will get the CLI tool and not do Sushi Glitch because apparently it's amazing. And so I'm um, you know what? And I will I will build my own blog. It's I I don't have a blog. I probably should at some sourdough? point. I
0: feel like you're the type that would, and also everyone's doing it now.
1: I did bake bread. Yes, oh, I don't. But how I don't have I, a, I don't. Chris. <laughs> Listen, okay. It, it was just everyone else is doing it. Uh, I also have Animal Crossing. I have a basement now. It feels great. Anyways, what?
0: Uh, we haven't yeah. visited each other's islands yet.
1: Uh, my land does suck, though. It's just that I played the turnip market, uh, oh, and yeah, so I me had too. so many. I need bells. to sell the
0: rest of my turnips and get a basement. Well, okay, I'm gonna have a basement tomorrow, but
1: <laughs> I have no furniture though. My, my house looks terrible. How do you not have makes furniture? Makes me very sad. I have some furniture, but not enough, really.
0: Okay, well, maybe we can catalog. We can do like a little catalog. I'll give you some furniture. I'll give you a cute pink lamp.
1: Wonderful. (laughs) Excellent.
0: (laughs) Well, thank you all so much for tuning in this week. If you learned something or like this episode, please give us a review on whatever podcasting app you are listening to. I also want to again thank our sponsor Datadog. You can get a free trial dashboard at datadog.com slash toolsday. You'll get your free dashboard and a bonus free doggy t-shirt at datadog.com slash toolsday um that's all we have for you this week we will hopefully see you next week make sure to tweet at us with any show ideas that you have for us things to try i think next will be next for me at some point i don't know it's next episode but like next next, next, the next, will be next. tech stack i want to try I'm um using oh we also want right to do now. svelte that's like been yeah. like in the roster for a while i know i keep bumping svelte down in, like, too checking out chris
1: uh, so you know, Spelt is actually my next. So here's the thing with Spelt. Uh, this is a preview for next for our next episode about this. I love it. Every time I open it, I'm like, this is genius. And then I try using Sapper, which is their next equivalent, and like live reload doesn't work or something, and I'm like, this is garbage. I can't use. I can't build like this. <laughs> um, so, I... anyways, uh, Svelte is so cool. Every time I, I look you at it. Sometimes
0: don't want live reload.
1: I, I always want live reload. I wanted <laughs> I wanted I want to press save and see immediately what I've done on the website. And if it takes like 5 seconds, I get very upset. And I hear you. Do you uh, remember when you
0: had to install a Chrome extension to make live reload work and then yeah. set it up with your code base too?
1: Listen, it was still pretty fast back then though, you know? Um, once would you got everything say that hooked your up,
0: SAS had to compile, but it was definitely magical.
1: It was magic. Oh, yeah, there's probably some rose tinted glasses here, but now I'm just it used to It Definitely wasn't my, fast. <laughs> my <laughs> React fast Refresh. When Node Sass came out,
0: that's when <laughs> yes, everything yes, changed.
1: Yes. Yes. Well, so it wasn't the Refresh's fault. It was Ruby Sass's fault. So it I don't hold Sass, Refresh yeah. against that. Um, but like now in today's world where I have if you if you haven't seen React Fast Refresh yet, it is like bonkers. It's so fast. You're like, did I even um, hit S? <laughs> Uh, yeah, but pretty much. It's like, it's like, it's already there. What? Um, um, it's super cool. And I I expect, I have that expectation of now of my, of my developer environments that it's going to be fast and, you know, seamless. And I won't even have to think about it. And, it, and with Sapper, when you start developing, you have to think about your developer environment. I just hate that concept. Anyways, uh, we'll talk about it more later. <laughs>
0: Yeah, that's another thing I liked about Eleventy is I didn't think about the environment at all. It was a setup and the decisions that were made in the starter were just like they worked. That's true.
1: That's, that's, that's a great point. I didn't think about setup beyond the first, you know, okay. All right. Yeah. All right, Eleventy. Well done.
0: It was just so nice to use. I don't know. I was like pleasantly surprised and that's why I thought it would be nice to chat about that and thank the team all right anyway we are over our time so we'll see you all bye thanks again